Welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you've decided to add some TLC today. Hello, my friends. How are you doing today? The fact that you hopped on to this podcast for a little bit of TLC tells me that you are doing great today because you're taking time to take care of yourself. So let's do just a 10 second self-care. Take a breath and ask yourself, how am I doing? How are you today? Now that you've checked in for a second, ask yourself why. If you're anything like me, there's a high chance that your brain just scanned your day for things that either went the way you wanted or they didn't. Your thoughts also may have went to a to-do list that you have or things that are undone that you're feeling a certain way because of something that you need to accomplish. This is totally normal because most of us have some sort of expectation of how we think our day should go. Whether we do that purposefully or not, our subconscious will be measuring against that expectation throughout the day. This is one of the reasons why time management can be so useful. We all have 24 hours in a day, and the clearer we are about how we want to use those 24 hours, the higher the likelihood that we'll actually accomplish what we want to do. So I want to talk to you about time management today. But don't worry, this is not another one of those perfect formulas that's going to give you false hope that you can control every minute of your day. Because the reality is, that's not how it goes. True time management is not just about tips to plan your day. You can Google tools to help you along the way. But what I've found to be way more impactful is working on my mindset around time management. What is your time management mindset? What do you believe about time? Is there not enough of it? Is it working against you? Are other people's priorities a better use of your time? It's the way that you use your time, how you measure your success in life, or how valuable you are, or whether you've done it right. At the end of the day, if you feel like you didn't manage your time well, how do you treat yourself? Time definitely is a gift. But if you were giving someone you love a gift, you would not want them to take that gift and struggle against it or use it as a way to shame themselves. You would want them to take the beautiful, useful parts of that gift and add joy to their lives. That's my goal of my time management tips today. To check in with your belief about time and offer you a few tips to make the gift of time a more pleasant experience for you. Because remember the model? What you believe influences how you feel, driving your actions and creating the results that you have in your life. If you believe negative things about time, what results will you ultimately get? I want you to get better results in your life, so I'm gonna share my favorite time management tips. First, if you wanna have good time management, you have to think about the way you manage yourself. Think about this relationship as if you're both a manager and an employee. The manager sees the bigger picture and helps keep things structured so the employees can thrive. The employee is the one who shows up day to day and actually accomplishes the tasks that fulfill the goal that the manager has in mind. Chances are you've worked for someone at some point in your life. If you have, 
I want you to think about which managers you actually enjoyed working for. In my experience, good managers are clear, kind, empowering, and work together with an employee, finding mutual goals so that they can support each other along the way. They're more of a guide instead of a rigid taskmaster, and they usually find ways to celebrate your wins and help you see your progress in a way that they believe in you. They don't just point out your weaknesses, although they have space for you to learn and grow. The focus is on that forward movement. Good managers also understand the importance of taking care of yourself as an employee. They give you a lunch break, real time off for vacations and family time. They also honor and respect when your day starts and when your day ends. They don't expect you to be constantly working every minute of every day. They care about you and want you to enjoy your work experience. They also ask a lot of you and help you push yourself. Can you see this balance of being clear and being kind? Now think about your life and how you manage yourself. Are you a rigid taskmaster who's always looking for flaws and expecting perfection? Or maybe you're a laissez-faire, anything-goes type of manager who doesn't really set goals or have expectations of yourself. What type of manager would you want to work for? Treat yourself that way as you are trying to manage your time. Most of us actually want clear direction. We want guidance so that we know how to focus and feel that progress along the way. When you have that mindset with time, that it's yours to manage, it will help you get more of that positive relationship with time. On a flip side of that coin, what type of employee would you want to have working for you? Someone who doesn't follow through with their commitments, who says that they're going to do something and then decides that Netflix is more important, someone who's constantly beating themselves up for not doing it right, or someone who's trying to proactively show up and be self-motivating, but also check into the bigger picture so that they can meet their goals. Having a manager-employee relationship with yourself will help you create a better working environment in your day-to-day life. It will also give you that space to have time off work so you can find the flow that will bring you joy in life. That's time management tip number one. Be mindful of the working relationship between you as a manager and you as an employee. Time management tip number two, know your priorities. If you don't have clear priorities in your life, it's going to be really hard to know how to prioritize your time. I've shared in previous podcasts that your automatic brain is focused on seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and conserving energy. Your brain will naturally focus on those priorities if you don't give it a priority that's more important to you. And I promise you that the results you will get in your life are going to be so much more fulfilling if you're not just reactive to everything that feels urgent in the moment. Having clear priorities will give you a measuring stick for those moments when something comes up and you're not sure you want to spend the time on it. You can measure it against your priorities, check in with your gut, and see if it actually fits. 
It helps really clean up all of the noise that just naturally comes up in life and demands your attention, even if it's not useful to you. Knowing your priorities can also help you take a look at how you're spending time, recognizing if the hours you're spending on your phone or on social media, or even organizing that cupboard that's been driving you crazy, whether that is truly honoring what you value or just buying time till the next moment. There are a lot of different tools and strategies for you to be able to prioritize your time. I've taken some of those and made a simple worksheet that will help you recognize what's urgent versus what's actually important. You can find that in the show notes in the podcast description. Once you have your priorities in place, you can use time management tip number three, results planning. This tip is a simple mindset shift, but it can be really powerful in helping you actually get the results that you want. One of the ways that I approach time management is to write down my to-do list, prioritize it, and then put it in my calendar. But when I write down that to-do list initially, it's easy to write something like, call the doctor. But calling the doctor is the action that I'm going to take. The result that I actually want is to reschedule my doctor appointment from Tuesday to Thursday. Result planning is when you write down what you want the end result to be after a certain amount of time. Instead of a generic task of work on my business from one to three, I'll write specific results like finish newsletter email, outline my next podcast, and send email to this person. When you have specific results that you want to accomplish by a certain time, it helps focus your brain to use your time more productively. You can also results plan about a feeling you want to have at the end of a certain time. When we take a moment to mentally visualize what we're trying to create and feel the feeling that's connected with that, it's way more motivating to see that result. That's time management tip number three, result planning. Once you've started having this better relationship with yourself as a manager and employee, you've clarified your priorities and you're focusing on results, it's really empowering and can give you a lot of hope that you can accomplish the world. And some days you will. You'll just nail it and it'll feel awesome when you get those results. Other days you'll want to throw up your hands and say, that was not anything like I planned. Why did I even plan in the first place? That's where the last time management tip comes in. Manage your beliefs about time. When I first started coaching and learning about more effective time management tools, I was really excited and I felt like I could accomplish anything. But then I started practicing them and trying to use them in my day-to-day life and I got frustrated because I had the belief that if I approached it with this perfect formula, that it would be predictably successful. And that's just not real life. I was using these tools to create expectations that that structure would hold things in place like a brick wall. But brick walls aren't very flexible. When you're thinking about time management, shift from being that rigid brick wall to being more like a backbone, connecting your brain and your heart and giving you the structure that you need to move effectively. But it's also flexible from one side to the next, forward and backward. It doesn't mean that it's broken or that something's wrong because it's shifting. It just means that it's allowing you to move fluidly 
when life turns one way or the other. It's okay if some days you're better at planning than others. It's okay if you forget your priorities and have to recenter. It's okay if you're kind of mean to yourself as a manager and you have to check that and recommit to being kind. There will be ups and downs. Believe that that's okay, but also believe that you can have the structure in place to help you succeed through the flexibility. The other important part of managing your beliefs about time is believing that you can be good at this because you can be. It takes practice and willingness to fail a little along the way. But with time, you can believe that you're a time ninja. It's actually one of the thoughts that I practice saying to myself. I am a time ninja, flexible and capable. Just saying that out loud makes me want to go accomplish something amazing. (laughs) I don't know what it is about it, but that belief is exciting to me. Thinking about the fact that I can be a time ninja. I can figure this out. Your time management mindset will influence how you feel about time and drive your actions that will create successful results for you. Results that you deserve in your life. And it it takes baby steps to get there. And that's okay. So don't try and take everything that I just told you and shove it into your life right now because that all or nothing thinking will make you overwhelmed and reinforce the belief that you are not good at time management. Just pick one of these tips that you want to work on. Just one. Do you feel like your relationship with yourself as a manager and an employee could use some work? Do you feel like focusing more on results when you go to plan your day would be a useful shift for you? Or do you see a belief about time management that you want to work on to help you feel more powered as you go through your day? Whatever it is that's calling to you, pick one simple thing to help you move forward as you create a life after therapy where you are thriving as your best you. I'm excited to see what you create, my friends. Keep shining. Life after therapy can be simple. Come learn how to think light, feel light, and live light at thelightcoach.com. I offer five free discovery sessions each week, and one of them is for you. Together, let's discover the joy that's possible in life after therapy.